Welcome to Rise Resolute. My listeners, I am so excited about this interview today. We have Elisa Ao with us, and she is a three-time world karate champion, and she is the only female champion from the U.S. Pretty fantastic, and I am so excited for her to share some of her story with you all. It's going to be very inspirational, so Elisa, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. If you would for me, please, just give the listeners a little intro on you. Yeah, sure. Well, um, as you said, I do karate as my sport. I started at the age of five growing up in Honolulu, Hawaii, and um, I won three world championship uh, titles um, when I was 19, 21, and 23, and um and I, I accomplished a lot in my sport. I love it. Um, and after that, uh, about 30, I decided to walk away from it, start a family, have two beautiful children, ages seven and five. And uh, just a couple of years ago, our karate community found out that karate would be included in the 2020 Olympic Games in Tokyo. And that had always been a childhood dream of mine. Um, I accomplished the world championships, but never the Olympics. It was never uh, a possibility for for me. So I made a decision to come back to the sport after a seven-year break from competition. And um, now I'm 38 years old, and uh, I'm pursuing an Olympic dream. So I'm uh, competing in tournaments around the world for the next 12 months, trying to gain Olympic points and try to qualify myself for the 2020 Olympic Games. That is so amazing. Congratulations on pursuing that. I think that's fantastic. Um, And before we get started on talking about some of the struggles that you face and the challenges, of course, I want to give our quote for the episode that will be woven through the episode. And that quote is this, my listeners. Nobody who ever gave her best regretted it. And we're going to take that quote and hear how it applies to Elisa's life. I'm so excited about that. So, Elisa, um, now that we know a little bit more about you, tell us a little bit about the challenges that you've faced over the last few years. I know it's I know it's been considerable. Sure. You know, as a young athlete, uh, yeah, I was very lucky. I didn't have any major injuries. You know, everything went smooth sailing for me. Um, but uh, after coming back from a seven-year break, one, it's hard to get back into that elite-level competition. Uh, I had a family. I have young children. So um, it's, it's, it's juggling that with business and, and work and kids and, and, um, and training. But uh, about a year into uh, coming back to the sport, I tore my left ACL during a competition in Las Vegas uh, in front of you know an audience. So it was um, my first big uh, injury, and um, it was definitely <laughs> a huge challenge that I had to overcome. But I, you know, I, I set my mind to it from the second I knew it was ACL. I knew that I had time to get back if I was really serious about the recovery and and, and rehab that I was going to be able to get back. Um, so actually, at about seven and a half months post surgery, I was able to compete at the World Championships. I'm not exactly like the best tournament to come back to as your first competition best, but yeah. um, it was all in the timing. I, I, I had the opportunity to compete there, so I did. So last November in Spain uh, was my first competition back after the ACL injury. 
That's amazing. And for those of you who don't know, I'm sure many of our listeners do know, but the ACL is the anterior cruciate ligament. Um, It's internal to the knee and it stabilizes the knee. And when you tear it and injure it, the rehabilitation is quite lengthy. And it can be very tedious and it can be frustrating and it's it's a struggle. Um, did you find the rehabilitation process, Elisa? Was that was that challenging for you? You know, I I think I just set my intention from the beginning, my attitude to be a positive one. Luckily for me, I had a really great physical therapist. I have a great physical therapist um, who helps me and understands the, the sport and and the sport aspect of it and getting me back to sport shape. Um, but it, it was not easy by any means. I mean, it was definitely a commitment to put in the hours and put in the, the tedious exercise and, and, uh, and, and all of the energy you needed to get the knee back into the shape it needs to be in. Right, absolutely. And I love that you said you had a positive attitude just going into it. I think that makes all the difference. As you know, I'm a physical therapist and attitude is everything. You choose your attitude every day, you know? And so coming at it from a positive place is an awesome thing. And you just knew you had your eyes set on your goal. And um, I think that's fantastic. So on to some of our other questions. As you were going through this and as you've come back to the sport after taking, you know, a break for some time, was there something within you, Elisa, that you felt like was already there or that you had to develop that helped you kind of push through your injury and getting back to the sport and get through those challenges? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've always had a tenacious attitude when it came to sport, um, maybe in life in general, but I think that also comes from doing karate. Uh, you know, if you're unaware of what I do in karate, it's it's contact. I mean, I'm getting punched. I'm punching. Um, I'm using every part of my body to, to move um, quickly and explosively. And, you know, like you see, like, videos of young kids doing a karate class and they're down in their stances and bending their knees and that hurts and that that takes a lot of like uh resilience to to really push through those tough times so i think that's kind of been ingrained in me as a kid um growing up doing that kind of sport where you know it's it's never easy and it's always like just pushing your limits and 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 instilling constantly instilling a, a type of self-discipline um and i think that had helped me uh to overcome these challenges now as an adult later on in life i think that's awesome yeah and i mean it's it's a great metaphor for life too right you get punched over and over and you have to get back up and keep fighting and um i think that's fantastic um, Absolutely. And so how do you feel like, I, I guess, you you know, you're still kind of trying to achieve that Olympic goal, but um, mm-hmm. in terms of ultimately rising above the injury and persisting, did you feel like there were people that were instrumental? Did they help you along the way? Or was there something specific that someone said to you that you felt like was very powerful during that time? You know, I have, I'm lucky to have um, people that support me 100%, uh, old teammates from back in Hawaii, my family, you know, um, and coaches and, and, and teammates now who, who really be, truly believe in me and, and what I'm going for, win or lose, whether I ultimately reach that goal or not, they support me and, and, and believe in, in my goal. Um, and I, I think, like, my parents are a huge part of that. They've always told me, like, that whatever I set my mind to, I can I can accomplish that. So I, I kind of go back to that whenever I'm feeling a little bit, uh, you know, down or feeling like a – 
the, the challenge in front of me is maybe a little bit too big, I, I try to just take a deep breath and, and remember that if I can set my mind to it, if I can imagine it, then, then I can accomplish it. I love that. Yeah. And I think, you know, you touched on something really important and that's, um, you know, if we are parents to children and, you know, or if we have been, you know, gifted with excellent parents as well, it's just an opportunity to really instill that self-reliance and that self-belief that your parents gave you. And I'm sure you're now giving your seven-year-old and five-year-old. Um, and it's just yeah, it's so absolutely. important. Yeah. To instill that and, and, you know, help the ch- help children understand that you can push through difficulty, and just because you're down doesn't mean you're down and out. You know, mm-hmm, um, which mm-hmm. I love. Uh, is there anything that you wish you knew at the time, at, at any time during your career, whether it was when you ha- got the injury um, earlier on or later when you came back to the to the sport again? Is there anything you wish you knew, Elisa? Um, hmm. I mean, I've had such great advice along the way. Um, I am happy that I am able to enjoy the process. Uh, I know that my time is limited, especially now, not, not like before when I was a younger athlete. So I'm trying to just enjoy the process right now. Uh, I know that, you know, every tournament is one step closer to my final retirement from sport. So I'm just trying to enjoy everything and give it my best uh, every time I'm out there. That's great. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Just enjoying each each day for what it is, each competition um, is fantastic. Um, do you have any words of encouragement for someone who's either going through an ACL injury or some similar injury, or maybe just going through another challenge in life um, that they're mm-hmm. finding it difficult to, they're getting knocked down over and over and they're having a hard time getting back up, Elisa, what would you tell them? Well, I would say like everyone has their own difficult, their own hard things that happens in life. And yeah. it could be one thing, it could be many things. So just, uh, you know, don't, don't look at what others are going through and, and think that, you know, that yours is harder or what you, what you have is that you can't overcome. Just take a deep breath and, and take it step by step. Like just face the issue that's the, the challenge that's in front of you at the moment. And no matter what it is, I mean, if, if you just break it down into its parts and just try to accomplish and, and overcome it one at a time, um, I think you can. I think you can. I, I think it, like my dad had told me, like if you set your mind to it, you can. I love that. Yeah, I think I think you know, you touch on something great there as well. Just break it down into its parts. You know, don't get overwhelmed with the big picture sometimes. We just have to look mm-hmm. at with what's right in front at what's right in front of us that any given day or any given hour. Um, so I really like that too. And I know that there's so many steps involved in achieving your ultimate goal. Um, and it does yeah. take some steadfast belief in, you know, the process each day and each competition, et cetera. So um, yeah, and just the one final question, um, do you feel like mm-hmm. that your challenges in karate and your challenges with your injuries and going coming back to the sport, um, have they prepared you for similar challenges in life? And of course, the answer is yes. Is there anything particularly mm-hmm. you'd like to share? Well, I mean, the one thing I really found that I, I wasn't expecting is that uh, by, uh, by facing these challenges in sport and facing these challenges from the injury, that what I feel that I'm doing is is being a good role model to my kids, and, you know, showing them that, hey, things can happen, bad things can happen, um, challenges can arise, but you can get through it. And so I like to think that through my actions that I'm setting a good example and, and, and teaching my kids um, how to be strong, especially for my daughter, I like her to grow up to be a strong female. So um, hopefully I'm setting a good example for her. I love that. I think that's fantastic. 
Well, wonderful. Um, so, Elisa, if people would like to follow your journey, would you like to encourage them to head to Instagram? Or how would you like them to follow your journey or, or find out more about you as you progress towards the 2020 Games? Yeah, I, I like to spend most of my time um, on Instagram. And you can follow me at Elisa Al Fonseca. And, um, yeah, I kind of share, like, where I'm traveling. I'll be going to Canada this weekend, uh, Ukraine later on this summer. So, yeah, a lot of fun and exciting things coming up. Um, and I like to share it there. Very cool. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to be thinking of you this weekend when you're in Canada. And um, another great quote that that brings to mind is never underestimate the heart of a champion. And you clearly have the heart of a champion. And we just wish you all the best because we know you, you are giving it your best. And we know you're not going to regret that, Elisa. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And listeners, connected, we can rise.